exciting episode of Legends in the Dark, where I don't care what my audio levels are this time. My name is Jay. And I am Leslie. I care about where your audio levels are. Not after three times, I don't. Oh, I know. I don't know why we're having such trouble with this one tonight. But you like my intro? That was good, right? That was cute. That was. I know. So, let me ask you a question, Leslie. What's scarier than something that you can see? Something you can't? Exactly. Thus brings our topic of today's episode. Do you want to go ahead and give the title of today's episode? For a big Halloween special? Yes. Our title is, and this is something we don't usually do, instead of, we're still going to have our separate stories, but tonight we actually will have the similar stories in the same vein. We're titling it, No One's There. Which, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I, it's, it's funny because before the, we started recording, uh, gentle listeners, we were talking to your lovely fiance and she was even telling us more stories. And I'm just, this was the whole, like that whole conversation, 20 minute conversation was the whole reason I wanted to do this podcast. I love telling stories. I love hearing stories. I just sometimes forget that sometimes I get so involved in the why, the how, the mystery of it all, that I kind of forget that sometimes it is not as enthralling as it is to me, as it is to other people. You know what I mean? I kind of learned that at work as well when I'm sitting there talking. I had said, I did this on a meme um, about the basement. Yeah, I totally will talk to anyone about our haunted basement at work. And as soon as like my boss is like, okay, well, we got to get back to work. And I'm like... Hence the meme you posted on our Instagram page, right? Yeah, like the last couple of memes have been like true stories lately. But yeah, I'm really excited about the stories we have and about... We have a, we have a genre, a theme, if you will. And what's... Um, And for our listeners, what's really fun is we're going to actually revisit one of our old episodes at the end was a little bit of a surprise. So I'm really excited about that. I think I'm going first, right? You are. So tonight, for our theme of No One's There, my stories are actually going to be about the creepy and weird things that happen to the devices or with the devices, the virtual assistant, home assistants. Okay, here's the thing. I really don't want to name both devices, and this is why. Because I've listened to a couple of other podcasts and a couple of other stuff, and from what people told me is sometimes where they are saying the name, it actually does turn on their device. So tonight, uh-huh. Amazon's, Amazon's device will now be known as Amy. <laughs> And the search engine will be known as Harry. So Google Harry. Oh, there we go. So Harry and Amy. These devices have done a couple of creepy things. Now, some people do think that it is. it could just be because it was hacked, that there's not, there is a glitch, that there's something with the where. But it is weird about what are some of the official responses from the companies. Harry and Amy have done some very weird things, and we'll let you guys decide is if this is just very weird, or if there is something in these devices trying to communicate. The first story I have tonight 
is actually a personal story. My mom came over a couple weeks ago, or no, I'm, they, she came over, but before she came over, she and I had a conversation, and we were talking about, you know, this and that, and she had talked about her home device, her Amy, and she said something really weird happened was, for some reason, she was looking up the app, and what you can do is you can look up their, I don't know if you knew this, but you could look up the the app and see all your commands and even look at your conversation history. So sometimes she'll go in when she sees the Amy on and she'll be like, how did this turn on? This happened and I can't remember if she said that she was at home at the time or if she came back and it was just on. Either way, I think it's kind of creepy that it was on. She looked at the app and she saw that someone had commanded it. And she thought, oh, did I do it? And when she listened to the clip, it was a man's voice. There's not a man in their way, in the house when she's gone. So that was creepy. And just to be clear, hers, her Amy isn't by the TV. So her TV wasn't on. Uh, just like how I'm talking to you now, like something didn't trigger it. Uh, and it's not by the window. So someone from outside, you know, yelling at the window and picking it up. So it's... It's really weird, and she was when she came over, I was supposed to listen to it, and I forgot to ask her for the file, but it just made me think about all these other stories. Another story, and this one is a famously Amy story. Back in 2018, a couple in Portland was discussing hardwood floors. Now, okay, it's just an everyday conversation, some very mundane stuff. Well, later, a co-worker, colleague of the husband's, called telling them that he received a sound file. And when he listened to the, the file, he discovered that it was a recording of their conversation about the hardwood floors. The couple, needless to say, were very upset and unplugged their devices. And so you're thinking like, okay, Leslie, that's a great story. And that's what the Amy does. You're right. It can record your conversations and you can actually per Amazon because this was Amazon's official response was that the device woke up to a command and I'm paraphrasing woke up to a command heard in the conversation they were having to record it then heard in that conversation to send this file and then heard in the conversation who to send the file to when Amy asked to confirm it, like, do you want to send it to this person? Then Amy heard the correct, quote, right, or yes, and then sent the sound file to who they confirmed to send it to. Meaning that Amy had to have at least five events in a certain order to complete the whole transaction. So basically it had to be woken up, it had to be told to record the conversation, or if it was already recorded in a conversation, then it had to be told to send the file to the certain contact. Then Amy basically confirmed, did you want to send it to this person? And then they had to hear a confirmation. So, I mean, weirder things have happened with, you know, in life in general. But I still think that's kind of creepy that it can do all of that. Because I'm not going to lie, I've had friends and family who had, actually it kind of freaked me out. I remember talking to my mom and she said, oh yeah, it recorded our conversation 
because I'm on the phone with you. I woke it up when I started talking to you. And I'm like, well, that's creepy. I could be calling someone and in their house, this whole conversation is being recorded. It's like, even right now, if you had one of these devices, how we're talking, it could be recorded. I mean, we're recording it anyway, but isn't that creepy? But because, but because we're choosing to, not because something else is doing it for us. Yeah. So, so that is a creepy one in the sense of the same way how if you're walking alone at night and you see someone and they like disappear behind a pillar and you're like, ooh, was that a ghost or was that a person? It, to me, is 10 times scarier at night if it's a person. So to me, this is 10 times scarier than, ooh, there's a weird, Amy's telling me a weird voice or doing a weird laugh. Yeah, Amy just sent this conversation to a coworker. That is creepy. That's some spyware type stuff. Well, what happens if you were talking mad smack about the coworker too? Oh man, would your face be red? You were talking some duplicitous goings on, <laughs> things of that nature. You know what it reminds me of? You remember that Friends episode where it was John Favreau was Monica's boyfriend? And oh, this is weird. The second week I mentioned John Favreau. Anyway, and he had that whole. It was kind of like the the Amy before it was Amy, and he said there was a whole thing where. Monica took him over to the house and they're like, oh, this is great. And they accidentally said, call, I forgot his name. Let's just say Andy, call Andy. And it actually calls and they all try to hide. And then like at the end when she thought, oh, he's going to propose to me. And Ross is like, call mom, call mom. And then it calls Andy's mom. <laughs> That's literally what I feel like Amy is going to do now. Like, I'm going to say something, and then all of a sudden it's going to send it to that person because I was talking about that person in my contact list. Yeah, that, w that, w that wouldn't be any good. <laughs> okay, are you ready for more? Yes. Now, on the other side of the home devices, we have the Harry. Now, the Harry, which is... Google Harry, wink, wink, I'm not saying the whole, the official name. In 2018, again, in 2018, a thread on the Google support site lists a complaint, quote, I have a recording of a random noise from the device, quote, unquote, because I'm not saying the name, in my bedroom at night. It's a weird male voice. I have checked all my activity and there is no broadcast command prior to that sound. We are spooked, needless to say, and want to remove it from our bedroom. They say, a lot of people say needless to say, but, unquote. Needless to say. Yeah, no, I just realized I had two, two stories that said needless. But, again, that sounds just like what happened to my mom. Like, no one commanded it, and yet there's a voice on the device, which is creepy because it also happened in the middle of the night. Now, others in the thread said that they were also... So one person basically went to the support and said, hey, I had this weird thing happen. Tell me how to fix it. And other people in the thread were like, you know, that happened to me too. So maybe it is a glitch with the system. But it is weird that there was a, like multiple people who had the same experience. It could also be just like a... Well, like, like you said, a glitch, but just maybe like a case of oversensitive technology. Because I know that, I don't know if you've ever had this problem, but we have an issue with Bixby, the thing on the cell phones. Oh, okay. 
Anyways, it's one of those things that's like it's voice activated. And we'll just be talking. And you can say like a random word, right? And then usually big, usually the program only pops up when you say that specific word, like its name, right? Right. So we'll be saying like just random conversation, some random word, and it'll trigger it. Funniest part about that is when we turn around and we actually say the program's name, try to bring it back up again, it doesn't it doesn't respond to its own name. It'll just respond like with random words. Random words. Well, I will admit, like when people say it's in the middle of the night, now if it's in their bedroom, I think, well, maybe someone was like I, I've been told that I sometimes talk in my sleep. So I was kind of thinking it might be that, but it is weird if it's in another part of the house where there should be no one there mm-hmm. in the google support there was another user and they reported about their harry that they said one night quote i think there's a ghost in here without prompt so basically they were sitting around and their harry said that i think there is a ghost in here And when asked if the user checked the commands, the user said when they checked the activity log, there was no record of it. So basically, and I I don't have these devices, so I don't really know how they work, but I'm assuming that it records everything that you ask it to do. So basically, if you turn it on by saying, Amy, Harry, what is the weather outside? It'll record that. And, And it'll record its answer. So no one asked a question, so why did it just randomly say, I think there's a ghost in here? It's true. I, to, to kind of add on to your thing, I was seeing some, uh, I've seen some other creepy stories about the 80s. Yeah. And one of them was like, there's, a, there's, there's quite a few. Well, I'm I do have another Amy story, so. Okay, well, maybe I should just hold off on my until you're done. I don't want to step on your toes. <laughs> okay, well, I'll continue. So this year alone, another user was asking Harry to play the sound of a mixer truck for his two-and-a-half-year-old son. Instead, what the user describes as the Harry then did a, quote, unstoppable loop saying, I can tell you if you will be dead tomorrow or not. And it oh. kept saying that. Lord. Yeah, and then the (laughs) you, what? I said that's terrible. Right. So it kept doing that, and the user tried to stop the device, but it kept going on. And they, he said, it must have been at least for a minute, and then finally his wife just told it to shut up, and it finally stopped. (laughs) But that's creepy. That that actually is creepy. Yeah, but like you know, if you think about it. A lot of people also say that, you know, it could be pranks. I mean, you have your friend come over, give it a command saying, hey, Amy, at 2 a.m. tonight, please tell me what is the weather outside or please ask me where I am. You know, you could, you could like, yeah, you could set that stuff up. But this is someone who's saying, like, hey, I'm um, with my son and my wife, and this is, you know, you could tell it's probably people who aren't prone to have pranks done on them, or, like, their friends aren't coming over trying to prank them with their two-year-old son. Like, something scary like that. Yeah. And that is it's just so weird. Okay, so back to Amy for one last f- famous story. And I remember hearing about this in 2018. 
a 30-year-old San Francisco man named Sean Kinnear paused his Amazon Prime on his TV, went to the kitchen, and when he came back, out of the blue, his Amy said, quote, Every time I close my eyes, all I see is people dying. Unquote. He reports that there was a long, uncomfortable silence, and then Sean asked Amy to repeat itself, in which she replied that she did not understand. The Amy was a gift to Sean's partner in 2016, and he notes that he rarely interacts with it. What that means is he is not using this every day. He even says in the article I read, I know I forgot my sources, that he hardly ever uses it. It's his partner asking, what's the weather outside? What's the score? What's like? It's not something that he would use. So from my understanding is certain voices are logged so you could, you know, basically open up the Amy by giving it a command. So he, if he pauses something by not commanding it, he used a remote then leaves the room and comes back and Al is like walking into a room and it's like me and you in one room and me just saying to to you one day like every time I close my eyes people are dying like where did that come from now it's weird enough maybe something's wrong with me and I'm down or I need to talk but what is the machine telling you that that's weird it's a sad machine well, and then I did some research, and I'm, I mean, I didn't do really in-depth library research, but I did a couple of searches and a couple of um, websites, but I could not find any book, poem, song, any literature that had that sentence in it, because here's what I thought it was. I actually thought, you know what, I bet you maybe, because, you know, Amy is connected to the internet, maybe it was, was advertising for something or maybe it was because he was watching amazon prime so maybe it was trying to link like oh hey you're watching this movie here's a famous quote you know it's like watching game of thrones and all of a sudden your amy says winter is coming okay well uh, it somehow it it's reading that but i couldn't find anything with that quote in it not even close to it it'd be hilarious this is kind of like this is sort of off topic but it'd be awesome is if you could have your amy with Sean Bean's voice. Oh, that would be pretty. It'd be kind of like when um, the Amy um, did the Super Bowl commercials with all the famous people. Yeah. Why didn't they like, have Sean Bean doing that? They'd be like, you know, he's like pops on when it's like, oh, like, uh, like Amy, what's the what's the weather? It's like the weather outside is cold. Winter is coming. <laughs> that would be good. I gotta admit, the rebel, the rebel Wilson, and the. Gordon Ramsay was really good. Right. The Gordon Ramsay one just started, he's like, I don't want my Amy to sound angry all the time. <laughs> but anyway, so those are those are my Amy and Harry stories for the home devices, which I'm really kind of glad that Chris is really against getting. Mm-hmm. Right. I was okay. So now that that you finished yours, I can do kind of the little add-ons that I was talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like little little creepy ones, like just like little ones I remember. But I I heard ones or I I read about ones where the Amy's would kind of just randomly just start laughing to themselves. Oh yeah, I think and and I read about those too, and there was even some videos on YouTube and. Amazon's official response to that one was they took out the command to have the Amy laugh. Well, yeah, you don't want a, I don't want a happy machine. I don't want it to be laughing at me. 
It's creepy. But there is there is other ones besides that too. I mean, they had ones where um, oh, do I even remember what the other ones were now? See, a lot of them were like random ones. I tried it. I like to stay on where it was the, the Amazon actually had a response to these ones, or as in for the Harry ones, it was on their support, and it was, and they actually did respond back like to the two harry stories people did respond back saying check your command check your go into your app the one where it was um where it just randomly said what was it it randomly said i think there is a ghost in here and there was no command the the support basically told them okay go to your app go to settings and then send this to us and that's that was it that was the only thing that someone wrote immediately yeah they say like man we should probably start powering our amy's with the souls of orphan children <laughs> but no isn't it like so when no one's around and these machines are turning on part of it is they're listening obviously you know they could be hacked people are listening and that's to me 10 times scarier and creepier than if it just randomly laughs it but then on the other hand when you get random voices be, being recorded and as we see tonight you know when when you basically have something that has that energy and has has that the electricity like it just has that energy that you think something is drawn from it gets really creepy really fast like if you should die before you wake and now i'm scared of clowns that is how that's why our generation hates clowns bart simpson well i know I, I hated clowns before i hated clowns before hating clowns was cool so you're a hipster clown. That's right. I was an originator. An originator <laughs> of the clown hating. All right. Well, I am going to introduce our special thing at the end, but I believe it's your turn now. So what stories do you have when no one's there? My no one's there type stories. Well, I have a couple here. I did phantom phone calls. I have two stories, like I said. One is... So the first one, uh, it, it occurred on September 12th, 2008 at 4.22 p.m., California's beautiful San Fernando Valley. There is a commuter train that was carrying 225 passengers, which collided at a combined speed of 83 miles per hour with a freight train run by a crew of three. This event would later be known as the Chatsworth Crash, in which 135 people were injured, 25 died. And it, it's a true event. It's not, I know we sometimes do legends, and we do, this is actually, yeah, it's this an actual event. This actually happened, yeah. So one of the deceased, 49-year-old Charles E. Peck, who was a customer service agent for Delta Airlines in Salt Lake City, came to Los Angeles for a job interview at the Van Nuys Airport. The reason he was doing this is that gaining the extra work in the Golden State would allow him to wed his fiance Andrea Katz. The couple had been putting off their wedding until they were actually living in the same state. So this would be, according to the information, would be Peck's second marriage. He had three grown children from a previous marriage. So sad. Fiance heard about the crash from a news report on the radio as she was driving to the train station to pick up Peck. His Parents and his siblings had joined her. So all, basically all his loved ones are all in the same car together when they hear about this train crash. It is, it's just heartbreaking to think about. Peck's body was recovered 12 hours after the accident. But for the first 11 hours, 
His cell phone sent out calls to his loved ones. His son, his brother, stepmother, sister, and his fiance. In total, the family received 35 calls from his phone when they so when they answered all they heard was static on the other end. When they tried to call back, the calls just went straight to voicemail. The calls gave family some kind of hope that that Charles was alive but maybe just trapped in the wreckage of the of the train crash. So the calls prompted the search crews to trace the whereabouts of the phone through its signal and to look again through what was left of the first train, which is where the calls came from. So that was the, um, the commuter train. The searchers found Peck's body an hour after the calls from his phone stopped. So sadly, Charles Peck had died on impact, yet long after his death, his phone reached out to, his, to, the, to those he cared about and ultimately led rescuers to his mortal remains. The ironic part of this, or maybe the creepiest part of the story, is that the phone was never recovered. Oh, that's creepy. I didn't know that. So they found Peck, not his phone. Wow, that's so creepy. I, You know, I, part of me, because, you know, sometimes I try to be, okay, what could this be? I mean, someone could have found the phone and started just randomly dialing, you know, the contact list. But that doesn't explain the static. That's really creepy. The, kind of like a more ghoulish thing that could have happened is something I actually, it may not be, but I've, it's something that I've seen on TV and stuff a few times. Like, you know, sometimes when there's big accidents like that, people will go down and like kind of scavenge, you know, pick through the, pick through the carnage, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was honestly thinking. I thought, well, maybe someone, you know, got the phone and then just started dialing, but you know, you know, you don't know. Maybe the phone was locked. Maybe it doesn't explain why they couldn't find it. it. And why it only went out to those specific people. It could it could have been sending out, you know, random text phone, phone calls to like coworkers or, you know, old college friends or something like that. But no, it went specifically to the ones that were closest to him. Yeah, on the way to see him. That is mm-hmm. so creepy to think about. So I have an, a second story. This is a little short one, so. And this is actually about uh, author, or famous author, Dean Kuntz. So, author Dean Kuntz was in his office when his phone rang one day. The voice on the other side was very faint, but definitely female. Only spoke two words. Be careful. Kuntz asked who it was. His number was unlisted, and it was a very strange way, obviously, to start a conversation. Be careful, right? It's like, who... Who says that? Yeah, without a follow-up. Exactly. The voice didn't answer, but just kept repeating the warning three more times. After he hung up, he reflected on how the voice sounded eerily like his deceased mother. That's creepy. Unnerving. Yeah. Two days after that call, Kuntz was visiting his father in the the, uh, facility that he lives in. Apparently, his father had purchased a fishing knife and had honed the blade down to be razor sharp. When Kuntz entered the room, his father moved to stab him with the knife. So Kuntz was able to wrestle the knife away from his father. And during this altercation, like some witnesses had seen everything going down, they called the police. So the police arrived, and they yelled at Kuntz to drop the knife as he had, he had gotten it away from his, from his dad. Kuntz told them he wasn't the one they wanted. They asked a second time, and then Kuntz... He thought of that phone call that he received two days earlier. 
they realized that the cops would shoot him if he did not comply so that he dropped the knife remembering as he remembered those words be careful now i'm not sure if be careful was in regards to him not getting shot by the cops or be careful because he almost got stabbed by his dad. I guess either way, it kind of works in that situation. Well, and if you think about it, it said be careful three times, you said. Oh, so you think that maybe there was like a third event that he needed to kind of watch out for? Well, technically that was three events. One was his dad attacking him, and then the cops telling him twice to put down the knife. That's true, Like he yeah. might not have gotten the third time. That's creepy. Okay. So that's my second story. I actually have a third one. And this is a personal story, but it's not my personal story. It's it's actually my my lovely fiance Becca had previously provided us with this story, so I figured this this is actually the perfect forum. I completely forgot about this story when I was thinking about this topic. I'm so glad that one you remembered and two I'm glad I was able to talk to her and she told it again. I should have asked if we could have recorded her, but I I swear she just has the most amazing stories. But yeah, it is a very good one. It fits perfectly with what we're talking about today. So her story is that first off, she she used to be in Job Corps. In in particular, she was in Job Corps in Marion, Marion, Virginia. Now the the building that they lived in, it's one of those like what do you what do you call it? Like the historically protected building so it's like it's really old and they they're not allowed to make any major changes to the uh, to the property like the building or anything like that so they even had a phone booth and as we all know pay phones and phone booths kind of well they took them all out you only see them once every great while they're like relics now they're you just like oh my god look at that there's a payphone at this gas station or something like that but yeah they so they had this this payphone and the the booth the, the phone itself had been taken away they covered the little they covered the spot up where the phone where the actual payphone had stood but she told us she told us that every day at like specific times you can still you can still hear like a like a, a sound of like a phone ring or something like that like some kind of a noise like that something's coming through the, the phone line so basically just to reiterate the phone was out there was no actual phone hook yeah, or anything the box was of, gone yeah so you could still eat so there's no ring ring but there's trying to like electronically kind of come through the telephone line or something that's underneath the ground yeah, so basically there was something that was emitting this ringtone. Yes. That is so creepy. Every day at certain times, at the same times. Mm-hmm, exactly. And so they, they sit there going like, okay, so where is this call coming from? I was like, people can actually, they can, like, people who are in the know about these kinds of things, I think they, they can actually hack into old phone lines and things like that, possibly. It's kind of a flimsy theory, so I don't know. That may not even be the case. It may just maybe like a power surge, but it's creepy nonetheless because so you, you don't know where it's coming from, so that's well, the creepy part of it. Well, and it's like what I told her. It was like, you know, it's so creepy because 
If it was just the one day and it happened like every two hours and it was just one day though, then it's like, yeah, okay, something was tested in the line. Maybe they were disconnected in the line. Maybe something was happening. But then it was every day. And like she said, what? how long she was there? Like three years? Yeah, about that. Yeah, and she said, yeah, I just got used to it. And I'm like, I, <laughs> like it just, it was really kind of... You know, it's, it was really kind of weird just thinking about that this old phone booth that doesn't have the phone in there, but it still is ring, basically here, like the tone of ringing. What is causing that? And yeah, you know what? I'm not electrician. I'm, I don't know about old phone booths. Maybe that is a, one of these things that it just does. But it just reminds me of all those stories where people say they get their phone disconnected or no, 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 no. All those stories, I know I've listened to them on podcasts. On Amazon, there is actually a TV show. I think it's called like Ghost 911 or something. And it's all about first responder stories about weird experiences they had. You know, going to, oh my gosh, it's so creepy. I actually kind of had to like stop watching it at night because it would be these paramedics, these 911 operators these cops who basically would get stories about going to these houses. Oh, the creepiest one was this paramedic. These two paramedics had to go to this hospital. They got a call saying that that a squatter, like they thought he was dead, and so they had to go. And so the 911 call was basically like, oh, yeah, he's in the basement. You got to go help him. You got to go help him. And so they go into, I don't remember all of it because this was like probably like six months when I was watching it. But what happened is they kept feeling, both him and his partner kept feeling like a presence behind him. And they went through the whole building and they couldn't see anyone. And then he, they got split up and he was like in this like auditorium and he thought he saw this weird shadow. And so he's like, you know what? I don't, we, we looked everywhere. Like they went from basement and there was like three floors and they didn't find anyone. And so they're like, and they didn't wait I guess they were like, okay, well, we can't find anyone. We'll wait for backup. And they went outside and they went into their their truck and they looked up and there was this weird shadow just like standing in the, the hospital. And when they called, it says, hey, can you call about that 911 person? Like who called and tell them we can't find the person or we at the right location. And I guess when they tried to call back, it just said it was out of order. Like it was a really weird um, story about them just going to this empty hospital. Mm. And it's just, it's so creepy. Yeah, that kind of stuff is, it's a whole different level of creep creepiness. Yeah. Well, we're almost uh, to the end of our stories, or unless, do you have any more? I do not. Okay. No, I think that's that was all I had. But we had some extra little tidbits to put in, right? Yes, we do. Okay, so everyone, speaking of no one's there... We're going to go back to, it probably was about a year ago or so, probably like last August, last September of last year. No, I'm sorry. It was like last May or June, but basically it was over a year ago. And we're going to talk about our old episode. I believe it was episode 27, where we talk about the Wood Devils and the Night Marchers. Now, in our conversation, and even if you go there today, on your podcast and read the description you will read about how leslie freaked herself out because she thought she heard a voice and oh it just turned out to be our neighbors you can hear the voice what we think it is about 33 minutes and 13 seconds 
in the podcast. It's still up, so you should still be able to hear it. And at the time, we thought it was the kids next door, and we moved on. We honestly didn't want to think about it. It, we love hearing about paranormal stories. I've gone on ghost hunts. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just one of those things where I was so busy that time of year. We were in the middle of move-in. Yeah, so it had to be before August because we were out of that house in August. We were in the middle of packing. We were, my, my dog was um, sick. So like it was just a really long year. And I think I just was like, yeah, you know, it's just kids next door. And I remember you listened to it. Like, you didn't hear the voice. And if you listen to the podcast, what you'll hear is I stopped basically the podcast. We were, you were telling your story. We were talking about the Night Watchers. And you basically say, no, it's your dog. It's Hildy. And I'm like, it's not Hildy. Like, you and I actually, I left it in, but... There was some I edited out. It was like you and me kind of went back and forth about what we heard. And I said, and then we we kept trying to just end it. And I think like within the whole episode, I think it's like 36 minutes. So within two minutes, we ended the episode. And that, I couldn't go back to it because I was so, I didn't know what that was. And I very much pushed it down saying, it was the kids next door, done, done, done. And even though... I kept thinking to myself that. I kept thinking, man, that was so creepy. That was really, really creepy. I have no idea what that is. That was so creepy. And it was actually my skeptical husband who was the one who said, that wasn't the kids next door. And here's the reasons why he said. (laughs) So we blame the kids, except for a few facts that came up later, such as the voice is heard only by Leslie and not by Jay. Unlike other times when we heard the kids out back, and because we were near a window, we both heard them. We didn't both hear it this time. The second, the kids next door, where this voice to me sounds very feminine, they were all male boys. They were all boys. And while this voice sounded young, all the kids next door were 15, 16. They were all driving. The final thing is, when we tested the sound outside, by talking and recording. It was a different wave file. And even tonight, when Jay and I review the wave file, we see that you clearly see Jay's voice spike. You see his wavelength. You see this two, like 1.5 seconds of a flat line and it picks up a voice where it should only be silence. Creepy, and it, yes. yeah, it's creepy. And it, it, because of that, it means the voice, it, it should have been in the room with us, not outside. Because if it was outside, it would have had to pick it up with a spike. From what I understand, from what I've read online. So, you know, could it have been a cross signal? Maybe it was. Maybe someone's thing got into our audio, like in one of these baby monitors. But I don't, I don't think so. Maybe it got into the mics we were using. But why didn't you hear it and just me? Right. I'm going to discuss it with Jay. We heard it tonight, again, both me and you. I played it for you. So what happened was because I was trying to, I couldn't deal with it then. I I didn't know what it was, so I couldn't deal with it. I'm now kind of like, okay, let me see what it was. So I went back in and then I amplified it and I kind of isolated it. 
and I still think you can hear someone saying mommy. I played it for you tonight. What do you think? I, I definitely agree that there's something there. Like I, it's, it's clear that there's like a, there's a, there's a sound in the background that should not be there based on the external factors that you just talked about. So I'm, I'm by no means a skeptic. Like I do, I do believe that there's things out there that you can't explain. So I think that there's a chance that that could be something that was there. Now, that's the first and I think the only time that we ever heard anything weird like that during recording when we were at your old house. Correct. Yeah, we've had, I mean, our listener, longtime listeners will know, we've done some ghost hunts in the past. And what's creepy is that was done probably about May or June. And I started thinking about, like, you know, when I was thinking about this Halloween special, like, what do we want to do? What kind of stories do we want to do for the Halloween special? And I thought, oh, maybe we'll revisit these EVPs. And when I was, before I was even thinking about the mommy one, I was revisiting the ghost hunt ones. And the one I went to by myself last September, that one is I caught another, I mean, I caught a girl's voice or a feminine voice saying i am scared now what's funny with that one is that sounds so robotic almost like it says i'm scared like i am scared where the one we heard was more like mommy like like it's it's almost breathless you know what i mean like and it's really weird because it sounds conversational to me where and i I talked about this last week i listened to this podcast the ghost story guys and I contacted them. I don't think they've gotten my email or maybe they weren't interested, but like, it's totally cool. But I, they talked about on their podcast, a couple episodes where they've, I, I guess they were recording in like a haunted studio in the early days and they caught some weird things and they played it. And one really does sound like a voice, but it's so distorted. It sounds like it's coming through like the radio. Like it honestly sounds like when they play the radio, the white noise and it, uses that energy and you hear that uh, 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 like it it used like some kind of this weird glitch kind of energy and ours wasn't like that so I'm like so fascinated with what causes that because it's not the I've listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of them report where they would be doing certain stories or they would talk to be talking to certain people and they're their recordings would just go kaput. We've only had that, not counting the very first time we recorded, which was a human error, that was mine, but we've only had one time, and I don't know if it was something on my system or what, that it crashed. And I forgot what story, I honestly forgot what story it was because I didn't think about it being anything but, oh, my system is trying to update with, you know, this thing, or, oh, you know, Microsoft is updating this, so, like, I, I didn't even think about that it was anything basically shutting the whole program down. Not my computer, just the program. Because yeah. I live with an IT guy, so this happens all the time, it seems like. And so, to me, it was one of these things where I didn't even think about it. It wasn't until I hear other podcasters talk about, oh yeah, we were recording... And like there are stories where people are doing conversation, like interviews over the phone, and one person can't hear them, the other can. I think Astonishing Legends say that he did this whole interview and his computer didn't record any of it. Like it was there, he could hear the, like he could see the WAV file, I think, or something, and he just couldn't play it. Like it was 
all these weird stories. And even tonight when, when Becca was talking to us and she said, you know, you guys tell these stories and I do believe this, you tell these stories and you give it this energy and it, and it comes out. And I do really believe that. And I don't know what was coming out when we were talking about wood devils, which was a cryptid story. And you talk about night marchers, which I will admit was a really creepy story, but it's just, I don't know what that was. And it's probably something that I'm probably going to have to like think about, but it is also strange that a couple months later when I did a ghost hunt, I heard another, you know, voice. So I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up again because this is all about no one, no one's there. No one's on the other line. No one should be talking. No one's awake. What is it? You and me were having a conversation about stories and creepy stuff. I don't have kids. There's no little girls in my house. Where did that voice come from? So it's it's interesting. And uh, don't worry, listeners, we will play it. I just really wanted to talk about it. And I really wanted to get Jay's thoughts on it again. Because ironically, you and I both say, well, we're not skeptics. We're, we're kind of skeptical believers in a, in a sense that we want to believe, but we're, we all, always kind of tend to look at other things. But you and I were basically like, no, it's good. No, no, it's just kids in story, kids, huh? And I remember you wanted to leave. You were like, oh, I, I should get going. And then my husband, the skeptical one, was the one who said, what are you talking about? There is no kids next to her this young and, and female. I'm like, nope, 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 not going to listen. <laughs> like, I just was not ready to listen, and I think I'm ready to listen now. You're ready to believe. Ugh, man. But, but what do you think about, are you kind of glad we're not recording at that house anymore? A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> I don't think my house was haunted or anything. I just, I don't know what where that came from. Just energy out of the ether. I guess so. Okay, so listeners, I'm going to, uh, so Jay, I'm going to play it. I'll probably uh, drop it in later, but I wanted to see how it sounds from me playing it now. All right. So the first one I'll play is, the first one I'll play is without the amp, that me amping up. So this is probably like a five second clip, and Jay is talking, and he was actually talking about the night marchers and we were talking about basically how you don't disrespect them and I can't remember exactly where the clip is but I think it's like after you say bad juju then you hear the voice and then you you continue talking so obviously you didn't hear it now the clip is cut but if you listen to the podcast and if you even if you want to fast forward to that 33 minutes You'll hear silence. I, I really didn't edit that down. I edited our bickering, but I didn't edit it down because I basically stopped cold and said, did you hear that? I know, I'm serious. I think I just heard a voice. And I think I heard it said this. And then I even say, okay, I'm marking this mark. And I marked it because that's what you do. As, that's how I was taught when we were investigating is when you hear something, you mark it, say mark, check that out. Like, check back what, go back 30 seconds and see what that sound I just heard and see if I recorded it. Yeah. So, and lo and behold, when we went back, it did record. So this is what was the first without, uh, what's on the podcast now without amp, without it amplified. 
putting some bad juju on you is they'll zap you dead. Now I'm going to play it three times. Putting some bad juju on you is they'll zap you dead. So see, it's very low. It's right after you say the word juju. Putting some bad juju on you is they'll zap you dead. So that's it without Amplified. That's what you heard on the podcast. So a lot of people were like, yeah, I don't hear it. Like they probably, probably people thought I was like, yeah, okay, you had some outside noise. Now I finally was, I finally, finally messed with it where I amplified it. I didn't do anything else, but brought out the wavelengths. So here's this clip and I'll play it three times. On you is they'll zap you dead. On you is they'll zap you dead. On you is they'll zap you dead. Very faint, but very moment. Yeah. So you, you can definitely hear it better with the mag to put the amplified version. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like when Chris heard that he said it's so low that only you heard it. It couldn't have come from outside. And when we tested it, like, he went, like, I remember we tested it, and I went outside, and I was all, like, very low, like, mommy, mommy. And even when I say it now, I see it spike. Even very low, I see it spike. There's no spike on this wavelength, and it freaks me out. Like, what was that? Yeah, definitely, definitely a mystery on what that actually was. Exactly. So we thought we would revisit it. Uh, on this Halloween special. And maybe if you viewers, sorry, listeners, I know you can't see it. Maybe you listeners, do you, have you ever heard something like this? And it's weird because it, you didn't hear it, but it was so clear. Like I thought someone was like right by my ear. And I think I've mentioned this before. I don't know if we ever talked about it online, like on a podcast, but I know you and I've talked about it. When you hear something like, like when you wear a, hear a headphone in one ear, not the other, you hear it louder that ear. Like maybe you'll hear it from your left ear, but it's not as high pitch in your right ear. But this one sounded like someone's whispering it in my left ear. And why that matters is because it was really loud on my left-hand side. And why that matters is because where I was sitting in our office, the window was to my right so if I was going to hear a voice from the outside, it would have been louder on my right side, not my left side. Yeah. And I think then you said, like, I thought you were kidding with me when you said you didn't hear it. It was so loud to me. And when you said, I didn't hear it, it's Hildy. What are you talking about? I thought you were messing with me. And I think it wasn't when until you, I, it was off pod. But once we were done, we were wrapped up. You saw how I was like, what the hell? Like, what was that? And you saw how upset I was, and then I think that's when you, you knew it was real. Yeah, you didn't want me going back, going home that night. Because I think that was, wasn't like Chris was going out with his friends that night or something like that. Yeah, no, I think Chris, I think you were leaving, and then Chris messed with it for a couple, like, I remember him, like, amplifying it and trying to put it on, on the TV and listening to it um, with his uh, equipment. And I was just like, okay, let's just stop now. Let's just stop. Let's just, you know, everyone's leaving me. I don't want to be home alone. And I think I went and watched, I don't think, I think I went and watched Jane Austen. Like I just was done. I did, I don't even think I edited. I don't think I edited that night. I edited the next day during the daylight. Like I didn't want to listen to it again. Cause I was like, I was, I was 
I just didn't know what it was and I didn't want to face it right then. And then I went on those ghost hunts and then just catching all the EVP stuff and and catching all the stuff and having all the experiences I have, I, I just was realized, you know, I'm just not ready to face it yet. And now I am. And so that's that was something creepy we caught. So I hope you like that. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone, where this time of year gets a little bit more creepy. Happy All Hallows Eve. Yes. Oh, I got one last story. And this is um, from the skeptic. So I was so funny. He told me the story and I told him the next day. I remember we were in the kitchen and I said, you know, I believe you. And he's like, no, it wasn't anything. I just had a nightmare. I'm like, oh, okay. But he had this weird story and it kind of freaked me out. So I've been researching uh, everything for this podcast. And then I was messing with the clip, you know, just like cutting it and amplifying it. So I've been working on that for like a couple of days and I went to bed, speaking of October, so this was, this was the 30th, so what was that, Wednesday night, and we went to bed, and I was exhausted, so I went to bed really early, and I was out, and Chris came to bed, he said, and I wear earplugs, because um, his mom listens to the TV in the living room, and he snores, so I have to have earplugs in, and I guess I was out, our two dogs were out, and Chris was basically said that he was in this, like, dream like, he was almost asleep, but he felt like he was drifting off. Like, he was still awake, but he was just drifting off. And then all of a sudden, he says he heard this scream, like a screech. And he said, I said, like, a, a woman's scream? Like, was it your mom? And he's like, no, it wasn't a woman's scream. It was, like, nothing I've ever heard before. It was, like, a, I said, is it, like, a banshee scream? Like, like high pitch, you know? And he said, yeah, I guess it would be, like, a banshee scream. And then he said that he woke up, like, then he said, then he woke up. And he's like, oh, I was just dreaming. Because he said, yeah, I sat up to him. He woke up, sat up, and he looked at me, and I was asleep. I didn't respond, and both of the dogs did not respond. So he was just like, oh, you know, that was just a dream. I'm going to bed. And I said, oh, well, maybe it was the bird outside, or maybe this, like, I was coming up with other things. He's like, no, it was in the room, and... It was a, just a dream because you guys didn't hear it and, and you guys were out. Yeah. And I don't know why. I mean, like, I know what he said. Like, it was just a dream that he was just. But he said uh, how he told the story is I was drifting off and I heard this. Now it's I was totally asleep and woke up. So I told him, I said, well, it could be exploding head syndrome. But I don't know if it's if you hear. I know you hear like bangs and like explosions. But I don't know if you hear like vocal stuff, so it may be, or it could be like a sleep terror or night terror sleep paralysis. So could be. Yeah. So that was the, I don't know why, but he told me that, and when he tells me stuff like that, it creeps me out. Like I I might have to. Uh, he also just told because my brother in law came by a couple weeks ago um, for dinner, and we had dinner outside. And he and I were talking about ghost stories, and he told me some more ghost stories. And then all of a sudden, Chris had ghost stories. And he's like, oh, I told you these stories. I'm like, honey, how you tell me these ghost stories is, oh, yeah, this weird thing happened. No biggie. And, like, but he, when he talks to his brother, he goes, like, yeah, then this happened, and it's really kind of creepy. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't tell me when he's creeped out. He only tells his brother. Right. <laughs> but, yep, that's all our stories tonight. It's good stories. Very good stories. Yeah, some personal ones, some true ones. I had a whole nice bag of tricks for you guys. We laughed, we cried, we hugged, we went home and had something to nosh. 
<laughs> Correct. Okay, well, should we do our legendary listener shout-out? Let's do it. Uh, we got some new downloads tonight, and we are going to shout-out to Phoenix, Arizona. Actually, I think my mom, um, she spent some time in Phoenix when she was younger. She's an Air Force brat, so I know she was in Phoenix for a while. So, hey, it's my mom's old hometown. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the love, Phoenix. <laughs> so, you want to take us home, Jay? I will. This has been another exciting and exceptional episode of Legends in the Dark. My name is Jay. And I'm Leslie. Your purveyors of the paranormal and your curators of the creepy. Now you know the rest of the story. Good, Good night. night.